Worthless power-ups are worthless. It's like a Scottish castle fell over into a giant bowl of chili. I have liquor and no morals. Let's date. You are listening to the After the Fact Podcast. Guess who was hiding behind the door this whole time? It was me! There comes a time in a man's life... Classic gaming by geeks just like you. Isn't this whole podcast a circle jerk anyway, regardless of our opinions? Remember kids, random drops take time away from your life that you could be spending having sex. And now, your hosts, Luke Matthews. There were lines of thousands of people in various parts of Akihabara. Akihabara, Akihabara, which is it? Akihabara? Akihabara. Matthew Coyne. Hey, Dweezil and Moon Unit, why don't you go fucking zappa us up some records? And Andy Padel. We're no, sorry for no. making Simon Belmont a girl and having her hold in a decapitated <laughs> head, but check out Blaster Master! ready to go is this episode 46 is that the right yeah are we on 46 not 47 i don't actually know i can find jesus it. christ let's uh let's look it up because we can't fucking remember <laughs> how long have we been doing this show forever oh, huh. God. Feels like it. after the first like three or four months i just stopped fucking paying attention they all blend together I'll just start blending. Oh, I don't need to sign in with my goddamn Apple ID. Just fucking show me how many... Okay. 46. Yeah, this is episode 46. This Adventure Island was... Okay. After the first four, three months, I showed up and replaced Mike, and no one seemed to notice. <laughs> <laughs> one animated Muppet, another animated Muppet. You didn't replace Mike. You replaced Christina. No, I replaced Mike. Temporarily. Well, I, I didn't replace anyone. I was a <laughs> villain because was, Mike was, was gone. Was a villain. Eventually, Mike and Patrick will come back, and then you can go do your comic book shit, and we can actually get back to a real podcast. So, Have you listened to the show that was Pat and Mike? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I'm pretty sure that they didn't. <laughs> oh. The wiki cast that they did? <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Episode 46 of the After the Fact podcast. I am Luke Matthews, and I'm joined today by Matthew Coyne. Guten Tag, Interwebs. And Andrew Padel. Hola. Unfortunately, Dwayne is very ill and couldn't make it. Uh, thankfully, though, he actually told me before we started recording, unlike Matthew. So we were actually <laughs> able to just adjust to it. But um, Hey, Matt, welcome back to the show. By the way, <laughs> fuck you. I, it's, I, I, I've missed you fuckos <laughs> so much. <laughs> If you hear me pause during the show, that's because I've got a giant bottle of Blackthorn cider in front of me, and I am planning on plowing. He's the giving entire oral to through. a keg. Yeah, the entire thing's going in my gullet. So does it make you feel like a man that drinks cider? No, it just makes me feel <laughs> loopy. All right. That's all that matters. Today's episode. There's a certain point where it stops being drinking and it starts becoming medication. Yeah, pretty much. Because uh, today, today can go fuck. Yeah. Really. But now I'm on the show, and that's awesome, because this episode we are talking about Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of a hilarious story, because we uh, <laughs> we started talking about Ninja Gaiden last episode for no apparent reason. And then I looked at the schedule that I had sent out, uh, I don't know, a month ago, uh, that detailed everything through the end of the year. And this episode was supposed to be Shinobi. And I think that all of us just 
mentally blocked Shinobi in favor of Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden yeah. wasn't even in the schedule, so I have no idea. What <laughs> I, on Monday afternoon, I texted everybody, and I'm like, hey, what game did everybody play this week? And everybody's like, Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Why? Gaiden. Why? <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> but we are going to be talking about Ninja Gaiden today, the NES version. Uh, I did actually play a little bit of the arcade version as well. Uh, I don't know why, because they are completely different games, and yeah. they have nothing to do with each other. Um, so we will start like we always start with talking about uh, games that people have been playing over the last few weeks. I'll start because it's it's going to be fairly short. I'm still playing Outland. Uh, I played... A little. I played the demo of. Um, oh God! Why can I not remember Bastion on, oh. on XBLA? What'd you think of that? Uh, it, it's good. It's a. It's a fun little action RPG, like isometric action RPG. It's really pretty. Um, I'm probably going to buy it when I have time to play video games again. But then again, I also have a shit ton of other video games that I'm supposed to buy between now and the end of the year that I will never play. Uh, the yeah. only game. There are two games. There are about seven games that I'm going to buy between now and the end of the year. Um, there are two that I'm actually going to play, one of which is going to be Ratchet & Clank All for One, Dang. which I'm going to go through with my wife co-op, yeah. and the other one is Uncharted 3. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the games that are on the slate, like I, there's stuff I sh- there's shit I want to play. I really want to play the Ico and Shadow of the Colossus collection. I really want to mm. play the God of War collection. I really desperately want to play Batman Arkham City. Yeah, um, I really want to play Bioshock Infinite, but I'm going to buy them and they're going to sit on a shelf and I'm not going to touch them. Um, but, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm playing Outland. I played... Um, Oh, fuck, what was the other game? that? I, oh, I played a whole bunch of Angry Birds just out of randomly one day. That's um, the iPhone game you pick? It's a good game. Right. The fuck's wrong with Angry Birds? I played a little bit of Tiny Tower, too, but I can't get into Wait, that. Tiny Tower or Tiny Heroes? Tiny Tower. Okay. Tiny Tower is like a... It's like a, it's like The Sims, except you're building a giant tower with... If, it's dumb, really. It, it's like oh, Sims yeah. compacted it, into a that, tower. Is that and the one that Dorsey has been playing? Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's not a bad game if you if you like like Sims kind of resource management type games. It's right. really fun, and it's it's got kind of a cool graphical style, like the sixteen bit kind of pixelated graphical style is kind of fun. Right. Um, it's just not. I don't think it's something that I will play regularly. It's something that I've tried, and I'll play. F- every once in a while but i'm not going to be the guy that has to build up a 40 story tower and you know have 115 inhabitants and blah blah blah, blah, blah. you know a game like that so. that i want to see put on the phone i haven't seen it yet and i've been looking around now that i have a a, 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 a big boy phone as opposed to my canadian button masher <laughs> coal power that was so retro though my god that shit put was so goggles rad. on that Zach that thing was phone. so radical it was off <laughs> it was so oh that phone was tubular? Is, that phone was tubular to the point of being pastel and op nice oh, oh it punch had, a button and it pops out of a suitcase yeah exactly <laughs> I, every time I every time I flip that thing, I didn't even have to flip it open. It might it felt like though I flipped it open every time. It's coal anyway. powered. Yeah, yeah, coal powered. But I was able to get the uh, the uh, the little uh, the little musical tines that the little you know the thing that you add on by physically <laughs> connecting it to the phone to dink out the na- the uh, theme for Miami Vice. Oh, so nice. I felt really good. Little Jan Hammer, yeah, little Jan Hammer there to just yeah. ding, 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 ding. We've just dated ourselves. No, we haven't. <laughs> there's so you many have. people. There's so many I people know. who are going to listen to this show who have no fucking clue what we're talking about. That's fine. And then there's going to be a couple of them that are that are just going to be like, yeah, 
Yeah. Suck yeah. it, Internet. Yeah. On a on a tangent, did you ever see the remake, the Michael Mann remake of My, Miami no. Vice, the movie? No. Surprisingly good. Really? I, it was completely different. It was very, um, it, it was like kind of over the top, like. Michael Bay. Michael well, Bay. Yeah. I don't think because, it, well, okay, it, was, because, it wasn't Michael okay. Bay. It was Michael Mann. There's a difference. Yeah, but yeah, it was but, Michael okay, Bay. But let's yeah. be fair. The show in and of itself, there's two cops. Yeah. Cops. With a cop salary, driving a white Lamborghini, yes, or in a white powerboat. That's like, and by by powerboat, I don't mean like the little. Like, you, you mean the the dual engine, yeah. fucking Cuba missile, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the boat that they used, the boat that they captured from somebody else Tropic who was Thunder. running shit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Suck my wake. I mean, yeah. just just massive white the missile Lamborghini, of, like the it was a fucking like that was every every eighties kids wet oh, dream yeah. lamborghini oh, countach yeah. i saw one of those i have a picture on my phone i was driving in uh bellevue and a red lamborghini countach pulled up next to my truck i'm like oh my god I got it for the <laughs> like yes i don't even remember what we we're talking about anyway the, the remake Alan is bastion and surprisingly angry good birds. bastion angry birds Miami tiny tower mostly out yeah, yeah. mostly yeah, outland that is what i'm because I, I i have been talking as about I said, it for a month and a half. I, I, ha- <laughs> I, have sa- I have, as I've said before, I've turned over the leaf of doing my best to finish something before I start something else. And my life right now is split into various hobbies, which include reading, uh, playing video games, reading comic books, right? So, and watching TV shows and movies. Like, sure. for example, we when my wife came back into town last weekend, we sat down on Sunday and watched the entirety of season six of Doctor Who. Okay. Um, in one day. And now we can move on and go back to watching Star Trek. She has never watched the original Star Trek, so we have started really? watching Yeah, we started watching it together on, on Netflix. We've got through the whole first season, and we're going to go basically through the entire run of all the Star Trek shows because she's never been a Trekkie, and she's never watched them uh, mm-hmm. regularly. She's sure. seen them, but... Sure. And uh, so I'm reading The Dark Tower. I'm almost finished with the seventh book of The Dark Tower. I... Picked up and I'm reading through astonishing the astonishing X Men omnibus. I'm finishing that because we did it for trade secrets, and I'm finishing the whole book before I move on to something else. And Outland is the one where I'm going to finish Outland before I start another game. But my video game playing time is nothing. I yeah. just don't play video games other than stuff for the show. And when I do sit down, I'll sit down for like an hour and I'll play Outland and I'll die a lot, and then I'll turn it off and then I'll go do something else. I sure. seriously want to trick you into playing like. You know, as soon as you finish out, they'll be like, hey, try this real quick. And you're like, Dark Souls, no, my no. pet. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Uh, there are definitely, I, I, I'm not so hardcore about it that I would start something that I don't like and f- try and finish it first. No. Like, that's why when Uncharted 3 comes in, I'm probably going to finish it over the course of two nights because that's what I've done with both of the other games. Like, they're usually only 10 to 12 hour games the first sure. playthrough. So I'll play, I'll sit down one night and just, you know, play six or seven hours into it, go to bed at 1 a.m., go to work, come home, and then finish the game. Um, and that's probably what I'll do with Uncharted 3 as well. Sure. But anyway, I've rambled on long enough. What are you playing, Matt? Uh, Gears 3 Horde. Um, I, you know, it, that's pretty much been it. My my life has been, been sucked into multiple waves of... Suck of oh no oh my god it's beautiful it's just so beautiful there's nothing like sitting there with with okay there's nothing like three beers and one bowl um, later sitting down with a bunch of friends and going 
Let's just yell at digital shit and kill it in a big way. And Ticker Tuesday By digital shit, friend. do you mean 12-year-olds that are flinging racial epithets at you? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. See, the nice part about the, the nice Horde is the fact that it's not the 12-year-olds. It's, it's the 30-year-olds flipping racial epithets <laughs> at the imaginary digital bots. Okay. So it's not, it's, it's, you're not listening to, use some skill, you fucking faggot. <laughs> like, I have never been a call, I have never been a, I have never been called a faggot more in my life than when playing an online video game. It yes. started with Resistance. No, it started with Halo 2. Yes. And then moved into Resistance uh, online multiplayer. Yeah, and really? Uh-huh. I've never oh, yeah. had problems with any of the Sony online stuff. Really? I did with Resistance for a while. Yeah. Uh, it was way early, right in the beginning. But I played... Fuck, I had I had that with Fantasy Star Online. Somebody was, was being a real nice anal orifice and told me, hey, keep up, faggot. And I'm like, dude, I'm level five. <laughs> yeah, I know. What fucking level of education? What tune of yours is this? This is my eighth. This is my first. Blow me. I played WoW for an hour. <laughs> and I got, I got called more fucking homophobic racist shit Look, than I have ever been called in the rest of my life combined. If I've what apologized you to you once, I've apologized <laughs> a times. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry, faggot. I mean, it's... Well, here's... Okay, how did that happen? Because, like... like and not Kids, that I disbelieve you. It's not that I disbelieve you, but... When I'm in the the beginning area of any MMO, you know what I do? Silence. Oh, I'm the sure. grave. Until level 10, I have no interest in who you are. I don't care about your problems. You could be bleeding, hemorrhaging blood on the side of the street. I have the only heal potion on earth, and you could be the savior of all mankind. And my look at you, and I'm like, my heal pot, bitch, and well, I'm out. It's... It's it's a little charity organization that I like to call Children Without Consequences, <laughs> where they they have no identity, they right. have no consequences, their yep. parents aren't controlling them, so oh. they can say whatever the fuck they want. I learned a new word! Fuckwad! Hey, fuckwad, go fuck your fucking fuckwad, fuckwad, you fucking faggot fuckwad. <laughs> Like that's what happens yes. with little children on online games. I learned a new I learned a new cuss word, so I'm going to say it as many times as humanly possible because nobody can do anything about it. Uh, One of my personal favorite moments was, you know, someone decides that they're going to throw out as many, uh, you know, slurs at me as humanly possible. Like, mm-hmm. yep, I'm gay. I suck dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah what you got yeah okay so yes. you just yeah I, well and i've run into the same thing and i'm looking at it like look at me my armor is orange <laughs> i mean unless you have some really big problem with oompa loompas unless you unless you're one of those people that lost your job to globalization and now you're coming after oompa loompas because you're <laughs> that fucking high seriously dude my armor is orange like every this has been since mech warrior since oh, mech warrior 2 every time i get a, since i first learned customization thank you fasa i was i <laughs> painted my shit orange my armor's orange my Fair. my my spartan armor's orange my garb is orange if i have something that's orange in wow it's orange if they Hot give me pink. The, yeah no seriously 
Light, pink. Or light hot red. pink. Right. Like I want I want there to be no excuses. I don't want the environment to be something like, oh, you're just fake. <laughs> you painted yourself white and went and played in the snow level. You're an asshole. Or you did play just black and you played in the covenant map. You're an asshole. No. No. I'm orange. I'm construction garish orange. Okay. Helen Keller knows where I am. She's blind, she's deaf, and she's dead. And I'm, she knows where the fuck I am. Fuck you. I'm wearing the only color that humanity has deemed a warning color, color. because everything else is just color. color. <laughs> everything is fashion except for orange. Orange. <laughs> orange is not fashion. It is the ultimate utility. There is nothing more utility than orange. It literally just... it. There is something inbred in all mammalian species. Well, okay, there's incredible green. My shirt. There's rave green. But there's something bred into the to all mammalian species. When they see orange, they stop and look around. <laughs> like, is shit going down? I mean, <laughs> sherbet. What do you do? <laughs> I, yes, you open up a thing of sherbet ice cream, and I stop, and I'm like, I gotta look around. Is that poison? <laughs> I don't know. Is it gonna hit me in the face? <laughs> what have you been playing, Andy? <laughs> oh, that's the lead-in. Okay. Uh, so, other than Dark Souls, I started playing Professor Layton in the Last Spectre. Because oh, I like me some Professor. Uh, Professor Layton's good games. Yeah, it's no, good I stuff. Really and I like actually, that's I think I'm going to buy that one. Do you just want to borrow it when I'm done? No, I actually want to own it. Okay. Because my wife likes them too. She's she f- has finished all f- all of the first yeah. three, and so I'm what sure. What platform is this on? This is DS. 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 Okay. Um, Which I wholeheartedly suggest everyone own because it's probably the best handheld that Nintendo's ever made. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's Professor Layton. It's a puzzle game. That was a burp. Have you ever played a Professor Layton game? No, I have not. They're phenomenal. They're yeah, good. They're, it's, go ahead. Uh, I was like, you know, the puzzles are just very different types of brain teasers, and mm-hmm. they're not ex- incredibly challenging, with maybe the exception of. The diabolical box in Professor Layton in the diabolical box. <laughs> um, they're, they're, they're solid, solid games. And there's hidden puzzles. And, mm. you know, the storyline's fairly basic, but sure. it's good. It, it's, it is a nice bus game for me. I'll play it for 45 minutes when I'm commuting into work. And uh, yeah. 45 minutes or so when I'm commuting back. And yeah. I'll be done with it in two weeks. <laughs> And I'll go on to the next game. There yeah, yeah, they're they're not super long games, but they got a lot of good logic puzzles in them, and some dumb logic puzzles. Yeah, sure, fucking slide puzzles. I love slide. I puzzles. hate slide puzzles with a passion. So good, so dumb. Slide puzzles are so dumb. You, you, you finish them super quick. No, I, they <laughs> they suck. I hate them. They they. Punch me in the face, and I sit there and I slide the same block back and forth like fourteen times, and I, wonder why it hasn't gone anywhere different. I like challenging my mental capa- capacities, except for those ones that I can't figure out. <laughs> yeah, I slide puzzles just defeat me. I can do just about every other kind of logic puzzle in that game without ever using a hint. But and slide puzzles, I can do. They just take me forever. There was one that I figured it out, and you know, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And I kept putting in the answers, and I'm like, it's just not giving me the right answer. I'm like, the f- what? And so, you know, I'm trying, like, I literally am going down number to number to number to number, and when I get to the answer and it explains why, I'm like, oh, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because there's a different, okay, there's a difference between a riddle and a trick question. And, there are some things in, in Professor Layton that are just fucking trick questions. Yeah. And that's dumb. 
Other than that, I'm playing Tiny Heroes on my iPad or iPhone. iPhone? iPhone. What is that? It's like Plants vs. Zombies, but it's not just linear. The monsters can move up and down as well. Oh, okay. And you've got sort of this dungeon. Like, it's a very small dungeon. Like, imagine a Plants vs. Zombie field with some walls and whatnot. Right. And you're playing the bad guy, and you've got your horde of treasure, and they're trying to come in and loot you. Interesting. So you're setting up all these booby traps for them, and you're killing the heroes as they're coming. Oh, so it's it's dungeon, dungeon siege or dungeon it's keeper like, meets yeah. Plants vs Zombies. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. That's pretty cool. I that sounds that sounds fun actually. Uh, I like Plants vs Zombies, and it's one of the only tower defense games I actually enjoy. I love tower defense games. I hate them. Pixel, Normal ones, pixel the, junk monsters. Yeah, I was about to say pixel junk monsters is an exception to the rule. Uh, I like Plants vs. Zombies because it doesn't really feel like a real tower defense... Ugh, excuse me. It doesn't feel like a real tower defense game. Uh, Pixel Junk Monsters is a real tower defense game, but it's it's so well-refined that I that I really... I actually enjoy playing that one. So just, just follow me through this line of thought for a minute. It combines my two favorite things. Okay. Numbers, throwing numbers at other numbers. Well, I was going to say strategy... <laughs> And villainry. <laughs> yeah. That was what I loved about Dungeon Keeper. I mean, I absolutely love that. Wait, about you Dungeon mean I get Keeper. to kill the heroes? That's phenomenal. <laughs> That's how I win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds Phoenix fun. Phoenix Jones, I already... I'm looking at you. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> God, I, you know, did you watch, did you, so yeah. did you see the, so for those of you out there listening, I know that the vast majority of our listeners are people that we know and that live in the Seattle area, but for those of you who don't live in the Seattle area, we have a superhero named, and I don't want to use the term superhero, no, a vigilante. Super, he's superhero. a superhero. He does not have superpowers, he therefore he is not a superpower. He does, yeah, he does have superpowers. Hero, fine, he doesn't have super, pepper spray is not a superpower. Yeah, but that ego unless, is. I mean, unless he's shooting it out of his dick, it's not a superpower. <laughs> that ego could only come from mutation. I'm sorry. That fucking ego of his could only come MMA from mutation. Fighter. That's like great. The, 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 his alter ego is an MMA fighter. That's why he's got that ego. But so he he got arrested finally, finally. For? Um, for breaking up a fight. And it was funny because you watch the video of what happened and there's like, you can't, the video, you can't tell what it's happened before least, he it, ran in. It's probably the least offensive thing he's ever done. Exactly, too. right? And right. and he like he like runs into a group of people that are beating the shit out of each other and he's like, stop it, cut it out. And he breaks up the fight and then people start, some drunk bitches start attacking him with their <laughs> shoes. <laughs> So he pepper sprays him, and then what? he gets arrested for it. All right, well. And luckily, it has it has shaken out that there's no charges being pressed, and he's not getting you know he's not going to go to court over it, which is kind of nice because you know people say whatever they want about Phoenix Jones. I actually kind of think it's kind of cool what he does. Like he doesn't. He's not going to be solving the big crimes of the world, right? He's not going to be solving he's not a murder. Be solving any crime? He's not. Gonna, he, he's, he's not Batman. He's not Batman. He's not going to solve At any major murders and stuff. But, but if he stops one assault or one whatever, stop. If sure. he stops an assault, he's he has stopped car theft. He yeah. has stopped fights. Yeah. He, you know, he has talked about having stopped assaults and shit. And yeah. you know what? Regardless of what else might happen over that, that's good things, right? 
Well, you know, like, here's the here's the thing. If you have like, I mean, think about how many crimes you've actually witnessed as a, as a human being, right? Crimes that you have witnessed: breaking and entering, assault, battery, you know, assault with a deadly weapon. Any of this. Let's take all of this. How many of you actually witnessed in your life? There's going to be a few people that are going to jump up and say lots. There's going to be a lot of people that have jump up and say, "I haven't seen a thing." And if this guy has the the that strange little ability to always be at the wrong place at the wrong time and actually do something about it, hey, you know what? Power to him. Right. Video games, gentlemen? Video game. Video games. Video games. For the last two weeks, we have been playing Ninja Gaiden Word. Uh, randomly, like without any actual prompting. Because uh, <laughs> Ninja Gaiden is awesome. Awesome. I started playing it on Monday because I was busy with other things for a while, and that, and that was what actually prompted me to ask everyone what they were playing because I was like, wait a minute what game should i start playing because i really didn't want to step into this podcast having spent two and a half days playing shinobi right and then come that in and be been. like what did you guys play not shinobi, not shinobi that would have been phenomenal as we had the argument over which ninja game was better <laughs> maybe we should have actually um I didn't pull still up can. any fucking information on this game i know that it, it, it the nas game came out in 1989 yep uh it is a Tecmo, you know, yep. Tecmo NES game where the ninja, where you run through level platform action game. Uh, go. There were three NES sequels. Uh, the Ark of Doom and the Sword of Chaos. The Sword of Chaos. Well, Sword of Chaos, then Wait. the the Ancient Ship of Ancient Doom. Ancient Ship of Doom. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, in general, the first two are sort of the, the better of the group. With the third one, it did not get as good critical reviews. And so just weird. like Streets of Rage. Oh. <laughs> no, you know what? Here's the thing. The first two were the first two were really good. Uh, you know, storyline wise, the third one storyline was so it that it tried to do too much. It just really just got all really because I thought the first one tried to do too much for a side scrolling really? platformer to have on an on the NES. Shit, you not to have a full minute cutscene. Yeah, like that's absurd. A full minute. I know. I, I understand that we have shit like. Fucking uh, <laughs> fuck me! No, I can't think of anything right now. Uh, so, okay, so the, the, we have the, like Final Fantasy X, where that you know you've got half an hour of fucking cutscene. Right, scene, but you know, you know what it is? It's it's, it's Zone it's, of the Enders. No, that's not what I was trying to think okay, of. No. It was another RPG. Chrono Trigger. Nope. Metal Gear Solid. One the that, movie. Uh, don't worry about it. Anyway. Anyway, whatever. No, but I mean, there's well, but I mean, there is uh, the one thing that is funny about this one is the fact that yes, I, the the first two games, the the space between the dialogues, like literally the slowest reader on earth, is the one that translated this <laughs> game from Japanese to English because it's like, I say five syllables, I say five syllables, <laughs> yeah, I say six syllables, let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> So Matt, let me uh, being relatively new to the show. Let me give you a, a little tidbit that I've learned after my years on this show. Sure, uh, don't ever pay attention to the plots. No, don't <laughs> be like, hey, there's text, there's dialogue, there's stuff going on. It never makes makes any sense. You know, but this one actually. Here's the thing. This was no. the first time. That, okay, no. and it came out in '89. Was the was when the you're first banging a chick from the CIA? She gets kidnapped, kidnapped, dead, murdered. Dead eventually, yeah, I'm not even sure. 
It you are you are you are chasing after chasing, your frog. You are gone. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. Let's are, not even get started on the fucking frog. You your your girlfriend under- was your girlfriend <laughs> was punched, kidnapped, murdered. You are chasing. Your brother rescuing, <laughs> avenging her. I don't know. It's not Surprise! Even that. No, it's, I, player two, was the leader of this gang <laughs> that we just massacred all along. <laughs> no, I mean, but it actually, this is the first time that they they really that I remember. I mean, I could be wrong in this, but this is the first time I remember that that uh, a company actually came out with a game that tried that wasn't Final Fantasy. That tried to tell a story in the context of a platformer. Of a platformer, yeah. And yeah. you didn't played do a bad job. No. Oh, well, not sh- you. Shut up Jesus. with your Yonoid. Yonoid. And it's. Let me tell you about the intricate details of Cool Spot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yonoid was a surprisingly good game, it's an though. Amazing it's game. a really. That's a Super NES game, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. it was an NES? Mm-hmm. Okay. NES, yeah. yeah. It was a surprisingly decent game. Yeah. I wish I. Yeah. I it was a Capcom. Capcom? It was a Capcom platformer for the NES. I wish I had remembered. And the last time I checked, every single one of those games is fucking amazing. Yeah, I wish I had remembered that game when I was down at Portland Retro. I saw like seven or eight copies of oh, it. Oh, really? God, because that's a game I would want to own because there's no way in hell that game's ever coming out on VC. No. The licensing to come out with Yonoid and, and uh, the Cool Spot and that kind of shit, never going to happen. No. But I mean, the point being, uh, kind of bringing this back a little bit. Um, what you mean, going back on topic? On topic? What the fuck? This was the one that that did try to actually tell a story, and it really kind of got to me the point where it's like, you know what? You can tell a story with an eight bit game. Yeah, this really is can. what bugged me about the first three games because they started really well and they became increasingly less good. Um, and they never tried anything with 16-bit. It was just this long period of absence, and then for Xbox is when it came back. Yeah. I I was impressed. So I remember this game from when I was a kid, and I remember you guys talking about Ninja Gaiden and wanting to play it oh, uh, yeah. when, we were, when we were you know discussing doing Shinobi. And then... <laughs> and, and I... I... I kept thinking back, and I and I remember this is like Occupy after the fact. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you say this is what you're gonna do, and all of us like, no, no, <laughs> no we're at the 99 percent. Fuck you, Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> I remember, I remember Shinobi, and I remember how shitty Shinobi is. So like, it's yes. it's a bad game, and I understand that, yes. and it's got a following, but whatever. And I remembered this game, and I sat sat and I thought about this game, and I'm like, wow, this this game's not good either. Now, follow me through this train of thought. I was okay. like. This game is shitty. It's like a shitty brawler, and it doesn't do anything like it's like fucking like Streets of Rage with a ninja, and it's really terrible. And then I, I sat down and I downloaded, and I went, I went on the VC, mm-hmm. and I downloaded the VC version, mm-hmm. and I was looking, and I was like, oh, there's two versions on here because I, I searched for Ninja Gaiden, and it came up with the arcade version and the the NES version, right? And I started with the arcade version because I thought. I thought, oh, well, the the NES version is just going to be a shitty translation of the tr- of the arcade version. Right. And oh. I played the arcade version, and I realized this is the one I remember. This is the one that I played a lot, and I hated. It like, sucked. I played it in the arcades, and I was like, I would go through, I would pump quarters into it, and it was one of those. Every kid in the eighties had that that one game that was like <clears throat> their feudal repeat purchase game, where you would walk in and be like. 
Maybe I can get farther on a quarter this time. Narc. narc. You, Actually, no. <laughs> yes, no, it was narc. Magician Lord. It was, it was, oh, yeah. It was going to Disneyland and blowing all of my lunch money on narc. So realizing <laughs> I'm going to be hungry in line for the Matterhorn, but whatever. <laughs> and for for me, it was Ninja Gaiden, right? right. Like yeah. we'd, We would go, my family would go to Abby's Pizza Parlors in Oregon, and they would always oh, have God. arcade games, and one of them, Ninja Gaiden, was there. Yeah. And... and I'd plunk quarters in, and I would always get to like the beginning of the second level, and I'd die. And I get yeah. to the beginning of the second level, and I'd die. And, yes. it, and it was like this fucking terrible, terrible brawler with awful hit detection and no level design. And no. th- there were destructible elements in the environment, but the only way you could actually destroy them was to knock an enemy into them. You yes. couldn't destroy you them on your own. Right. And the pickups made no sense. Like, you couldn't, you had no idea what, when you were picking something up, unless it was health, you had no idea what it was doing. So I played that for about an hour and a half, and I'm like, all right, I need to, I just need to get the way, get away from this and move to the NES version. And I moved to the NES version, and I'm like, this is awesome. Right. And I was like, holy shit, I remember this game now. Mm -hmm. And I, and in my memories, I did not remember the NES version of Ninja Gaiden as a Ninja Gaiden game, right. um, because I because I was so focused on the arcade version that I I remembered it as a cool like ninja platformer game, but I didn't remember it as a Ninja Gaiden game. Well, and I and, remember I remember the arcade game looking better, obviously than the than the well, than the eight bit. Yeah, it looked sixteen bit. It sure. looked sixteen bit, but it was just it was one of those where it was like you had the, you had the Ninja Gaiden team that was focused on the eight bit game, and then and you talk to them and they you know they talk like normal people and everything <laughs> else, intelligent people and very driven towards their art. And then you look at the the people that did the Ninja Gaiden arcade game, they're like. Hey, Happy with art. I mean, it was horrible. We, we took Streets of Rage and turned it into and made it with a ninja, ninja. And, and eliminated what little level design they had. It pretty much, bad dudes need a ninja. You guys seriously are giving these people way too much credit. <laughs> yeah, we really are. Like you're using sentences that could be constrained to be coherent. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, like this is how I expect them to uh, sort of be when they're like, "Hey, uh, Steve, can you uh, work on that jump mechanic?" <laughs> Andy is beating. It's done. <laughs> yeah, Job, Steve, done. Steve, you just you just hit your head on. The, oh, fuck it. You know what, well, Steve? My, whatever. My favorite part of uh, my favorite part of the arcade version of this game is the fact that every single enemy you come across throws a three punch combo. Yeah. You are incapable of escaping. Any part of that three punch combo. Yep. You get hit, you have three bars of life. You get hit by a three punch combo and it takes one bar of life. Yes. There is no middle ground, there's no blocking, there's no dodging, there's no breaking the combo. There's no. you Man. get hit three there's... times, you fall down, you take three damage, you stand up, you get hit again and stunned before you can throw an attack, you take another damage, you stand up, you get stunned, and you die. Give me your Axel should have learned something from these guys. <laughs> <laughs> the the arcade version of this game is surprisingly terrible. And the NES version is surprisingly good. It's awesome. It is a really good game. I, I okay, just, so oh, go for it. before you guys swing rapidly back and forth from its nuts, there are some <laughs> quirks with the controls. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He was like, it's awesome. I'm like, 
Yeah, once but, you know what you're doing. However, in case you didn't notice, there's certain parts where it's like, okay, you know how you like you know jumping mechanics? What we're going to do is we're going to set 17 one-pixel-wide blocks that you have to jump to. <laughs> oh, and you remember that really cool mechanic of the raven coming at you during Castlevania during your jumps? We're going to throw that in there, too. And you're going to be chased by rabid dogs who can make every single jump yes. while someone is shooting at That's you. True. Yes, and jump. the whole time, and then suddenly halfway through your jump, hemorrhoid, flare-up! I mean, it's just... It's brutal. No, it's fucking brutal. It is brutally hard, but... It is. It controls well, right? Like the the controls. The controls yeah. are good. The There's, controls yeah. are good. They're responsive. They're, they're responsive. They're tight. They feel a lot like, and I might get shit for this, but they feel to me like a dead cross between Mega Man and Castlevania. Like those. Yes. That's what the controls feel like. The jumps feel better than Castlevania. Yes. The controls. Um, you know, they're responsive and fast. fast. That yes. is the thing that that surprised me about the game that I didn't remember is that. I love Mega Man to death. It's my favorite game series ever. Like it's spectacular, but it's slow. Like Mega Man one through probably six, they move fucking slow. And I don't know. I would say that like Castlevania suffers from that and Castlevania, far more. No, than Ca- Mega you're, Man. you. I agree. Castlevania, yeah. you walk Trump, at an Trump, aggravatingly Trump, slow, Trump, slow pace. Right. Wolves, I have to run. Trump. Yeah. Trump, <laughs> right. <Trump. laughs> there's a two. there's a bat. But I'm on stairs. <laughs> Fuck. You know. I have to escape from this village filled with liars. Trump. 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 I have 40-pound um, boots. But this game, I was surprised by the fact that it moved really fast. It does. To the point where, here's my first negative about the game. I feel like there are times where you can completely ignore the level design and enemies in the game because you can oh, you- move so fast that you can just... Blow through a level without ever attacking anybody. Yeah, um, I don't know about attacking anyone. There are certain things you do have to well, do. Well, like one or two guys. But when you when you're you know over the course of a level, you get forty enemies and you kill maybe three of them. Yeah, and the rest of them you just dodge and go. You know, but I, I, you know, it's it was the beginning of what led to what was expanded in Thief. <laughs> I don't know. The beginning of this. what led to okay, well, and what it was expanded in. <laughs> Proto version of the beginning of what led to what was expanded upon. <laughs> All right, let me try this one. Sir, it's with... called a rock. No, so this was what. This is the beginning, in my view, of the chain. High five and motherfuckers. <laughs> this is the beginning of the chain that was expanded on in Thief, and that was also expanded on with with Metal Gear, and that would w- which really uh, yeah, which was. You know, you you think about you go uh, from action ninja game to stealth games. I think I know here. where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, Andy sees it. Um, the whole idea of going through, like, you can go through a, a a level of Mario in any particular one of the Marios up till eighty nine, and you will be rewarded uh, for whacking everything on the screen, every bad guy, Fair. every Koopa, everything else that you are encouraged to whack it um, with. Ninja Gaiden, because, because Mario still had a, a point. Right. With Ninja Gaiden, it was one of those where you could go through, and if you tried to kill everything on the screen, you were 
punished for it. Kind of like Castlevania. Right. Like Castlevania, but, we, we talked about this on the Castlevania episode where you didn't need to kill everything. No. And if you continued to go back to kill shit, it would just respawn yeah. and you would get fucked for it. And right. Run out of time. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that was with, with Ninja Gaiden, that really came through in a big way as a fact of, of while I'm running, I can avoid this guy, I can jump over this dude, nail this dude. And that became part of the mechanic of actually Fair. beating the game. So that you you get to the boss with the maximum amount of life possible because that was the entire art of beating this game. Yes. Was get through it with only three bars or six bars. If you had if you had lost three to six biscuits and you got to the boss, you were okay. If Usually. you lost more than that, you were fucked. You were completely fucked. You're fucked. I never saw the fourth boss in this game. So like I, when I when I played it, I played through. Uh, I got to level four two. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first three bosses, it, it, it was strange because um, I was really pissed at the third boss mm-hmm. until I took a break for a day and came back to it. Yes. She just jumps over you. And she, yeah. j- she jumps over you, and then every third or fourth jump, th- she'll throw the three spikes, three spikes. and you have, to, you have yep. to hit them to go under them. And the first time I played it, I was really pissed off because... Here's one of the the issues with the game. I, I think this this game, while it has great controls, pretty decent level design. Even though it's there's not a lot of design to it because it's more of a brawler than a platformer. Um, sure, but I think they did really well. They did they did okay. Um, but the problem that I had with that enemy was that it was inconsistent when the, when she threw the three the three floating bullets or spikes mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck they were shurikens right. whatever you want to call them. Like kunai, shit. Sure, um, <clears throat> it was inconsistent when you were standing there. They're, they were at three levels. One of them would go over your head. One of right. them would hit you in the middle. One of them hit you in the feet. And it was inconsistent when you swung your sword whether both of the bottom two would get destroyed or just the middle one. Yes, um, unless you had the whirlwind. And it wasn't a it. It was it was just inconsistency, right? It wasn't like I could time it particularly well and always get the bottom two. I I actually got all three all the time, but that's because I caught one with my face, one with my stomach, <laughs> one with my feet. As um, much as I was giving you, I didn't make it to stage four. So. Yeah, um, that particular enemy bothered me because of that inconsistency. It was like right. it, it it took me a while. It took me. I mean, I probably fought that boss. 20 times, sure. 25 times because I would always enter that boss battle with 3 to 5 biscuits missing mm-hmm. and I would I mean I, I luckily I made it that far with all of my mans. Can we not so call that them was, biscuits? No, we're going to call them biscuits. No, they're ticks. No, biscuits, biscuits is better. Biscuits, ticks, like bars. The, biscuits and mans. Like yeah. I had three mans and almost all of my biscuits. You had some man biscuits. I had mans and biscuits. You yes, had man biscuits. Man biscuits. Um, <laughs> but Christina's been gone for a while. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, re- the the other two, but the first two bosses are like stupid easy. Oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's surprisingly easy. The guy for with an, axe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Surprisingly easy for a game that otherwise can just fucking ass rape you like i mean that was the thing like the 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 first level was easy level easy boss second level hard level or harder level visibly harder level we reward you with an easy boss third level gloves come off yeah now it's hard level and hard boss 
learned the system because by by world six we're done fucking around you are going to go through hard level really hard boss or really hard level really hard boss and if you don't learn anything from from all of the stuff that you've picked up in the first six, you're <laughs> if you, gone if you don't learn how to move forward at an aggravatingly slow pace and kill everything you see just so you can make the next jump. jump. <laughs> or, or the exact opposite. If you can't move If you, if you, if you can't defeat the boss the first time, you can do the whole level over, over again. again. Oh, God, yeah. I remember oh, that. Yeah. No checkpoints. Nope. No checkpoints. That nope. blows. That does. Um, but this was, I mean, that was, I think that was one of the hallmarks of this game was that it was, it was really, really, really fucking hard and then you got to the end of it and the level of palpable unbearably embarrassing vibrant white kids celebrate <laughs> <laughs> that you just you literally you just would have made conan go dude kid calm down <laughs> i mean it was a it, when you beat that game it was like rock solid, four foot hard on with a cheeseburger at the end of it, gold plated for the rest of your life. You literally, if you beat Ninja Gaiden on eight bit NES, you add an inch to your dick. <laughs> so while Luke's breaking down over there, I can remember at a, a buddy of mine back in no, middle school. It's science. <laughs> Buddy Let's talk about science, like velocity, <laughs> and what happens when you propel an NES controller into a wall. <laughs> into a wall. Oh, God. So I can remember, uh, I'm over at his house, and uh, it's a sleepover, and he's playing Ninja Gaiden, and he right. gets to the last boss, and this is the first time he's gotten to the last boss. Oh, yeah. And he dies horribly, you know. Because right you're back. supposed to. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. yeah. I've never seen anyone get so mad at a controller before. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled it out of the NES and then whipped it around like a mace into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is also back in the day when televisions, the glass on the front of televisions was probably was the most durable thing in yes. your house. Oh, yeah. So... Throwing it at the wall is a terrible idea because then you end up with this nice rectangular indentation from where your NES controller has right. buried itself in your drywall. Whereas if you throw it at the TV, it'll just go dink bong and, and hit the floor, right. and, and the <laughs> controller no will problem. be broken. Second but most durable, most durable being the Game Boy brick. <laughs> that's uh, fair. That's okay. fair. Yeah, yeah. That Game Boy. I want to turn like that into some sort of armor, and then you know take on phoenix jones the sound (laughs) 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 phoenix jones you can't defeat me with my game boy Boy armor (laughs) uh the the sound of a a plastic controller hitting a tv screen from the 80s is is a very satisfying you know and and then and most of the time you could get away without breaking a controller because nintendo builds their shit to be like in war conditions you could fucking you you could pack an nes into the backpack of uh a u.s soldier in afghanistan and it would come out working fine um for the most part you just have to blow on the the the, the cartridge exactly right the aperture and then blow on the cartridge and then try it about 44 and times then, and, and then, then eventually it would pin it down work. in the system right. so that it was at the right angle with a roll yeah. of quarters or whatever you know yeah, yeah. or the way christina would do it put another controller controller in, on top in there of it. Or, or another, another game in there cartridge yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, i was trying to say another cartridge in on top of it right right the classic trick yeah, learning through the kid internet before the, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, to your neighbors. the crazy learned. Do you know how to change the thing when you get the little blinky light on? <laughs> yeah, but don't tell Jimmy. He's a dick. 
Uh, I, I mean, the the one thing that that one of the things that does come across to me with a, with this is that again, it was like Mario. It was one of the platformers when you know it's a good platformer for me at least. The barometer is I know why I died. Exactly. When I die yes. in Ninja Gaiden, I know exactly why I died. You might and, not like that reason. Yeah, you may not like it. But you know what it is. You know it. You literally sit there and like, you know what? That sucks, but it's on me. You know, yeah. it's not one of those where you even, I mean, it, it even was able to escape the whole sin of I leap at the Koopa, I land one fucking half a pixel half off. A, 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 a 16th, a millionth of a pixel in the wrong direction, and Koopa goes from facing west to instantaneously facing east and lunching on my nuts. You know, actually, that brings up one of the problems that I have with the controls in this game, and the, right. the problem with the control is that it gives you a system where you can jump and you can change your direction while you're in mid-jump, like in Mario. However, when you commit to a jump, your attack is committed to that direction regardless of which way you're flying. Yes. If you jump to the right and then change direction in midair going to the left, your attack still goes to the right. Yes. And that aggravates the living shit out of me because there are multiple times where I wanted to like jump over an enemy and then like come back at it and attack it and I couldn't do it because yeah. I when I would try to attack I would attack attack to the right instead of attacking back at the enemy that I was about to land on. Yeah, that's um, valid, yeah. And that was one of the most probably the most aggravating control problem that I had in this game with the exception of the fact that um, they give you a pretty cool wall jump where you know you actually it's not a wall jump so much as you stick to the wall when you jump up and and yeah they have that grip nice, into it it's it's good on the first one the second one the second ninja Gaiden is where it gets really weird because you i mean the first one you stick to certain walls and that's and it's not i mean you can pretty well it's pretty tell. obvious which right. what you're going to stick to when in, you jump in ninja Gaiden 2 you stick to it's like yeah it's like what do you just you know ninja gaiden decided to roll around in honey before going through (laughs) ninja gaiden 2 and he sticks to everything it's like the man is covered in gorilla glue (laughs) ryu hayabusa in a velcro suit (laughs) i mean i practice the rare eastern art of stick to all (laughs) My, my problem with the with the wall jump in this game was the fact that it wasn't always it wasn't the wall jump itself it was the level design around the wall jump where it wasn't spaced correctly for like you jump and in spaces where you would expect to be able to jump wall jump wall jump and be on the upper level you jump wall jump wall jump and then stick and then have to jump back and then go to the, yeah, the upper level kind of see jump so yeah where, so yeah. you end up you end up like getting hit by enemies that you didn't expect to get hit by right. because you thought you would be able to do the wall jump in you know in a in a three point turn instead of a five point turn. Right, it's your billiards um, blood tax. Yeah. I mean, it's like I didn't see where the diamonds were on the fucking wall, so I had to jump this other one, and a the um, pelican came over and nibbled my nuts. Oh god, the fucking eagles and or ravens or pelicans or whatever all the, the birds fuck they are. all the, the birds, birds are hard the birds and the bats and the, oh, oh Jesus. man every every single every single slighted individual in this world dies in in this world comes back as a bird <laughs> they're all just they're born again hard and so they like, suck and what like can like if you guys paid more attention to the story than i did maybe you can explain to me how you go from fighting street gangs and dogs to birds and soldiers 
to Arabs throwing crosses at you. I don't even know what they're throwing <laughs> at you. The I weird turban so, guys were, yeah. I, I think they're supposed to be the swords. Yeah. I think they're supposed to be swords, right. but they just look like crosses. And somehow... The power of Christ impales you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're fighting weird dudes in, in robes, fight, throwing crosses, and... Military men firing bazookas slash machine guns at you all at the same time, and it doesn't make any goddamn sense. It, like you'd think it should be one or the other, right? Right? I don't know. Maybe it's maybe you're fighting in Israel. I guess. Yeah. Am I being right. racist again? Yeah. You're in. You're in New York, <laughs> and then you go to the Amazon. This, this isn't it. hit the deck. Damn it. Um. We have slightly more class than them. Slightly. <laughs> really? We really do. Since when? Have you listened to their shows? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, that's like being like, you know, I'm just a little bit more classier than Andrew Dice Clay. Oh. Keeping it classy with a K. They it's... have all the nuance and subtlety of a Nickelback song. Ooh. 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 Man, you had to go there. I don't even Have you to... listened to their show yet? I don't, no. I don't even want to do the rest of this show. I, you brought up a Nickelback. I know. I suddenly I feel like leave. I need to scrub the shit out of myself Ugh. now. God, my balls itch. <laughs> so, so uh, <laughs> speaking of music that makes your balls itch, um, actually, this is not but, one of them. This, no. The music to Ninja Gaiden is better than a Nickelback it, album. <laughs> okay. Okay, like wait saying, a minute. I'm sorry. Are you the kidding music, me? The music to Adventure Island was better than a Nickelback album. I <laughs> ate a breakfast turnover this morning that was full of jalapenos, and the shit that I took that resulted from that <laughs> sounded better than a Nickelback album. The Come on. The that I heard... You know, down the hall from Luke as he was taking the chips was better than a Nickelback album. And it wasn't even Luke. It was the it was the people walking by the bathroom that were just like, "Oh God, it smells like a Nickelback album." <laughs> um, you know, I was actually indifferent. This is how you remind me. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be horrible. Oh my God. Oh. I was uh, the the music in this game is is I was kind of indifferent toward it, with the exception of the boss battle music, and the only re- reason I remember the boss battle music is because it's prominently featured in a in a mini bosses song. Yes, it is the, for the yeah. the Ninja Gaiden mini bosses song. Yep. Brass is the album. Yes, uh, everybody go out and pay money for Brass from. It's is, free. Is Brass only? Is it's, it the free one? Okay. Free. I I, okay. I thought that you could buy it on iTunes for yeah. like four bucks or something. But um, go out and get Brass because that's clearly Great the album. best mini so bosses album so far. Dot com, I believe. Absolutely. Um, if you go back and listen to a bunch of old ATFP episodes, uh, the theme songs for several of them are mini bosses songs. Car Warriors. Um, but I mean, the, the music to this though was, I mean, the music when you die. And this is one of those kind of weird idiosyncratic things, but but the music when you die, when when you die in Mario, you know it's it's yeah it's doop doop go fuck you retard. I mean it's you you are it's making fun of you. It's literally it's it is making fun of you. The music made that jump right. How do you feel now, dumbass? I mean, it's just you. You. It is taunting you. The music for uh, there's not even music. There's like when you die in Mega Man. It's just yes. The echo effect of your last moment of failure, <laughs> and, when, and the the particles of your life fading right, into, fading, fading out uh, of yes, existence. Exactly. <laughs> when you die in this one, you it's, guys die in Mega Man. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> 
when you died in this one, it literally the game had this very <laughs> sympathetic, almost like panicked track. <laughs> yeah, right. Do, like, do, 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 I mean, it was oh, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry you failed at our really hard game that you'll be failing at a lot. Yeah. I mean, and, and just, that just was, do it again, dude. Just just do it again. To trust us, right? You'll, it'll be fine. Go. But the music in this game, I still hum to. This is the only, I agree, this is the only, this is one of the only games that I, I really wish when, when we had, when, uh, <laughs> I just totally lost my train of thought, okay. so never mind. Uh-huh. I don't even remember what I was going to say, so I'll, I'll, I'll just move on. I, I Luke, started a well, thought and then, it, that's okay. It, Luke th- Matthews, host and Alzheimer's victim. <laughs> <laughs> remember this, kids, you can do anything. Uh, First signs of dementia just creep up on you. Can you imagine what this show's going to be like in year four or five? I, I'm just like, I'm barely going to talk. I don't talk, remember the last gonna... show that we did. <laughs> I can't think that far. The... It's just a blur of hate. Welcome yeah. to After the Fact Podcast. I'm somebody. You know, he's somebody else. What do we play? I don't know. End of show. <laughs> that's, that's, you, Welcome you to said... episode... Does anyone know? No, 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 no. End of show. <laughs> <laughs> On the next episode of After the Fact, we uh, do something. It's gonna be, it's gonna be the the Ronald Jenkins intro. We're gonna be like, huh? And then bass nectar. Oh God! All right. So what what I was gonna say is that we have done a string of shitty games on this show for mm-hmm. the last probably four episodes. And how many of them have been your selections? Hey, they're all my <laughs> selections because none of you fuckers will participate That's in that a part damn of the show. Line. No, 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 no. So no. Ninja Gaiden. But we've picked crap shows too. I mean, or crap <laughs> games too. Yeah. We picked. We've, hey guys, no, we've picked you know games we that we play? thought would be great. Urban and- Champion. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> Oh, God, it'll be so much fun for us to get together and play four-player Super Mario Kart. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) That red show was bullshit. (laughs) Um, This is the first game in a while that I'm like, this this is a fun game. I really enjoyed this game. And it surprised me, right? Because when I talk about uh, my nostalgia for video games and stuff, I... I usually am have a pretty clear recollection of each game that I have played when I was a kid. Yeah. This is not one of them. I remember playing this game. I do not remember it was called Ninja Gaiden. You know, I remember it being some something Shinobi. else because I remember <laughs> it, it is entirely possible that in my brain Shinobi was just some shitty Commodore 64 rip-off ninja game. And this was what I attributed to Shinobi, and yeah. Ninja Gaiden was attributed to the arcade version, which is terrible. Right. Um, so when I came back to this and I played it for, you know, I, I probably put 10 hours into this game to get oh, to yeah. level 4.2. I fucking restarted a lot. Yeah. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. It was very... This might sound weird. It felt very Mega Man-ish to me, like the yeah. w- when I was playing it, and that's why I liked it because, like you said, it you know when you die, you know why you died. Right. Uh, the controls are really well handled. The yep. there's 
there's and the power not very ups much... are and the power ups are not punishments. Like the, I mean, the, even, yeah, you're even, right. Yeah, even the like you get the whirlwind sword and it changes your strategy because it is the you kill everything when you're in the oh air. literally yeah you yeah. jump up it's and like, everything watch. dies. I'm holding a sword, right? Anything within oh two feet of me is going to explode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's and it's one of those where you get um, but at the same point in time, it also employs a little bit of strategy because if you just go jumping up. Whirlwind. Every item, every candle that floats in midair. Best part about this game ever: candles float in. Th- th- wait, what wait, I not learned: not just candles, dragon, dragon, dragonflies, yes, and weird bugs, yes. and just like it changes every level. That was something that I meant to bring up earlier in the show, and I completely forgot about until you just mentioned it. Like you change the the feeling of each level, and you also change the the. It, it's like what do I have to murder to get stuff? It, exactly yes. right. Like there's dragonflies, and then later on there's like these weird other bugs, torches and then and, yeah, sometimes the, there's torches, the sometimes there's candles. It's like, right. um, it you kind of gets you kind of understand the first time you jump toward one of those candles and it doesn't kill you, or right. toward one of those dragonflies is what I should say, and it doesn't right. kill you. Um, but it like from level to level to level. Everything about the level changes. Yes. And in a completely nonsensical way, right? It doesn't make, like, you in, have... In the desert fighting soldiers, kill dragonflies. Yeah, right? <laughs> They'll drop swords. Y- you have... Don't kill the guys with rocket launchers or pistols and take their weapons. No, no. Kill the dragonflies. Right. <laughs> I mean, you start out with a level that's like, it's kind of in a city, and you only have a very small selection of enemies. It's basically right. the one dude running with the dogs sword and, and the dogs, and yeah. that's it. Right. And then you get out of that, and then, then all of a sudden you're in, like, fucking Tel Aviv, and there's some, there's some weird Arabic guys with a giant scimitar, and you're like, Wait, all right, all right, I'll, I'll kill those guys. And then all of a sudden you're in a fucking snow level and it's got dudes in robes throwing crosses at you and dragonflies are your torches. It's like, it makes no sense whatsoever. And the storyline that that runs alongside it is like, it it, it completely unrelated to the actual level design in any way whatsoever. Yeah, well, and I think that's kind of the, but that's that's the wonderful thing about platformers is it doesn't need to. Like, it's like, okay, you look at, you look at a, a game that tried to do the exact same thing and and mirror the storyline to the level, and I will bring up any Golgo thirteen game, <laughs> right? Yeah, and and, and think about Queen the B? massive hemorrhaging pile of Secret of, Agent Queen Bee. Yeah, Secret Agent. Yeah, it, I'm it, going to rip out his brains and throw them on the floor. Right, <laughs> because at that point he'll get really mad. Shall we talk about uh, Bionic Commando for a minute? No, talk about no. Some stories? no, 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 no. no. But I mean, the point being that, like, it, it Hitler brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just came out just like it did in the game. It's like, I've been fighting Hitler the entire time. The entire time. What? Uh, yes. But I mean, that's uh, the point being that it doesn't. You know, the, this is one of those those experiences. Like, Golgo Thirteen tried to do that and failed. It was like I'm going to mirror what I think is an eight bit. Berlin to what is going on in this Isn't really really eight bit story, right? <laughs> uh, uh, we are the robots. I'm the operator with my pocket calculator. Jesus Christ! Yes, um, but I mean the point being that that it didn't need to because it still kept this thing. I mean, like you know, there is the beautiful thing about a platformer like this is it does not need. 
there is so much forgiveness that comes along it, with this it, shit graphics that it doesn't need to no, matter. No, there's no forgiveness. The anime, the anime cutscenes in this looked good. Yeah. And I'll give for it that. Bit. For 8-bit, oh, yeah. they looked yeah. great. Yeah. Hell, there are 16-bit games that look worse than this. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I don't know. I, I was... I was pleasantly surprised coming back to this game. Yeah. And maybe it's because of my the, the way my brain had shuffled shit up and given me games that I didn't recognize, yes. you know. But when I came back to it, I was like, I, I, I like the controls. I like the level designs. I like the, the enemies. Um, when I die, I know why I died. Yep. I don't always... I can't always anticipate how I'm going to die, which is a common thread in new games where, and what I mean by that is, Damage or is that, yeah, right. Right. If I'm, there are plenty of points in this game where you, it doesn't matter how well you understand the controls and the enemies you're about to face. You run and the screen you're on is clear. There's no enemies at all. You take a jump, and by the time you land, there's a fucker with a bazooka, a bird, and a goddamn yeah. dog in the place where in you're place, about to land, right. and then you there. get dumped into the into the river. Right. And then you retry. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. But it's just fun. It's fun yeah. to play. The controls are really good. The the no design is really levels. good. There's yeah, there is a snow level, but it doesn't affect your controls. Nope. Um I was I was really impressed, more so than I thought I'd be. Like this is probably the first game in the last year that I've just been like flabbergasted at how impressed with it I was and how how much I did not remember about it. Mm-hmm. That when I came back to it, I was like, this is this is a really fun game to play. Here's a, here's a question for you guys, and maybe also for the for the audience as well. Um, that all thirty of you. Um, <laughs> that, that really comes down to this. Like, here's the thing: I loved this game. This was an awesome game. It was definitely more of a mature game than any of the other really good platformers that came out for the NES. Yeah, you had to read shit. You had have to read. You played Legacy of the Wizard? I have no. Fuck you. <laughs> that game's continue. Great. Yes, um, <laughs> but <laughs> the, you know, like I was, I was sitting there. One of the things I thought about was. I was really surprised how not popular and how forgettable this game was. And the second one, too. Both Ninja Gaiden games were, for me, because I was just like Luke. When I came back to it, I remembered a few things, but I didn't remember a lot. And then I just fell in love all over again. It was great. And it was one of those that always kind of got me of, of looking at, you know, I remember Double Dragon. And part of why I remember Double Dragon so much was there was so much hype. I remembered Mario. Same thing. I remembered, you know, Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. same thing. And one of the things that tied all of those three movies together, or those uh, games together, was they all had shitty movies that came out <laughs> alongside them. And I was like, why didn't they make a movie of, oh yeah, because it'd be a shitty movie, and I'm glad so they didn't. Let me, let me throw a counterpoint in here. And Well, I, maybe it's not in the front of your, you know, your cognitive right. brain. But it's in the back. I'm just saying the fact that Luke said, hey everyone, Let's play Shinobi, and none of us did. <laughs> yeah. and we all played the same game. Speaks volumes. Absolutely. <sighs> well, I've said, I've said pretty much everything I want to say about this. I loved it. Go get it. Play the first two. Ignore yeah. the third one. It really will just not do anything for you. The story's not worth it. The gameplay is worse. And it's too damn hard. But would, one and two are worth it. I would absolutely agree 
that if you if you have the ability to get it on VC, go get it on VC. Do it because it's five hundred points. And it, what's weird is the arcade version is six hundred points, and it's a worse game. Yeah. Um, get the NES version on VC for five hundred points. That's uh, I think that's the only other place it's available. That's uh, oh no, it's a, it's a, it is a it's an unlockable on Ninja Gaiden Black as well. Yes, you can. Yes. Um, but. Uh, spend the 500 points on VC if you have a Wii. Go grab it. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's a good playthrough. Yeah. Like I I really enjoyed it. What about you, Andy? Would you recommend it? I own two copies of it. Yeah, like the actual carts. Right. So <laughs> I think that says enough for it. So fantastic. Um, I didn't type up an agenda for this show, so I don't actually have a list of the places it's available. But I do know that those three that we just listed are definitely availabilities. You can get it on the original cart. You can get it on VC for 500 points, and you can get it as an unlockable on Ninja Gaiden Black. If you if you enjoyed Ninja Gaiden Black, then then you know unlock it and play it. It's it's a lot of fun. Yes, it is. I really enjoyed this game. There wasn't a whole lot of gaming industry news or anything else to talk no, about this week, really. was there? Do, I mean, can you think of anything that happened this week that really, like, that we would talk about on this show? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, did you guys, uh, aside from loving Ninja Gaiden, did you guys have anything you wanted to talk about before we uh, wrapped we everything a, up? Do we have a question? Oh, we did have a question. Yeah, Holy a question. shit. Yeah. Why did I not remember that? Because you were pissing out part of your cider brain I, in the I, bathroom I, for the last 10 this minutes. This is true. I That's got to be a metaphor for something. <laughs> cider brain. Uh, we got a question from James. He writes in and says, can you imagine a worse first date with someone than to have to shoot you with a tranquilizer and incarcerate you, and then you fall in love with them? Ryu, you Dumb fucker. You know, <laughs> actually, I've had a worse date than that. <laughs> I was gonna say. So, so let me bring up the let me bring up the porn scene of hot German redhead decides to get really fetish freaky with you. Now, one thing that you don't see, James, if she's German, she's gonna be shitting on your chest in ten minutes. Yeah. Well, okay. One thing that you you hot, the cold two or things, warm, Carl. <laughs> the two things that you haven't seen, James, in this game is the fact that the two protagonists, and we'll just assume she's German because this makes the joke better. The two, <laughs> the two protagonists in the CIA agent and Ryu, both, they are Japanese and German. Uh-huh. Now, of all the crazy sex stuff that the comes Axis. out of Japan, and of all of the crazy sex stuff that comes out of Germany, you don't think that the trank of the first date is the logical step? <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's just skipping past all the foreplay and just getting to the good shit. Sweet. So I was going to give a, a real life example from my life of a first date that went worse than this. Go ahead. Oh yeah, please. So, young lady that uh, this was I don't know probably ten years ago roughly. Sure. A uh, young lady that I was interested in who was a waitress at a bar that I frequented. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd known her for uh, probably five or six years at that point. Mm-hmm. Finally, I was just like, hey, you know what? F- fuck it, and just asked her out on a date. Yeah. So I was going to meet her. We met up at the bar. And we're there. We're having the bar a that she worked at, or or the bar, that, bar? the bar that she worked at. First mistake. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets better. Oh god. So you know, we sit down. We're having a good time. And we're gonna go to another bar. And I realized that I forgot my wallet. Oh shit! I only had a beer. No big deal. So I was like, right. okay, I'm gonna drive home, grab my wallet, come back. Come back. I'm gone for. I might have sped a little bit because I was in a rush to get back. Sure. Instead, I'm gone for thirty minutes. During the course of that 30 minutes, she got shit-faced. <laughs> I don't mean like a little drunk. I mean like Hammered. trashed. 
she's like, yeah, you know, let's go you know, to the other location. I'm like, okay. She's like, yeah, I'll meet you there. I'm going with a friend. I'm like, all right. And uh, mm-hmm. she and her friend, another girl, get into her car. And this is when I realized that she's getting into the driver's seat. Oh. <laughs> oh. And I'm standing at the door talking to the bouncer there, and I know him, as she backs up into another car <laughs> <laughs> and then takes off. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, oh. it, it, it's, that, that's not the end. So uh, I go to the second location. I'm like, nothing good is going to come out of no. this. Oh, my God, no. And it's a dance club, and I'm looking for her, and I finally find her on the dance floor with a guy making out with him. <laughs> <laughs> at which point I'm like, nah, that's not, no. Nah. You know, Ryu got sex at the end of this. The, or Ryu, or, uh, how do you pronounce that? Ryu. Okay, Ryu. That's correct. Ryu. Okay. okay. Yeah. Ryu got sex at the. I mean, granted, you know, she dies very shortly thereafter. <laughs> but when he was fucking the pussy, it was warm and attached to a living, breathing woman, as opposed to you know. I got an amazing story out of this. You got a great story. Better. But wait, yeah. so it gets better. So <laughs> would course. you like to know more? <laughs> so, needless to say, she's you know a waitress at a bar I go to all the time. Right. So a couple days go by, and I go back into the bar, and she sees me, and she just hangs. She's like. I'm so sorry. Do you maybe want to try another day? I'm like, nope. Nope. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. It's, you know what? Can you go. Okay. I'm done. It's fine. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. My worst date was in high school where I was about the time for it. Yeah. Went out to, went out to a movie with a girl who had scabies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. She had gentle herpes. Lice. No, she uh, so the monk. It was it was the <laughs> she had her own exoskeletal crotch ninjas. <laughs> I mean, I mean aside from aside from the high, the first high school date burster. that I ever went on was <laughs> was going <laughs> going out with a girl and going getting to her house to pick her up right. and finding out that she wasn't even there. Oh. Okay, that was that was number 1. That's, now the, yeah. the the second one was was going out with a girl and finding out she was a guy. Fi- no, finding out that I was the only one that thought it was a date. Oh god. <laughs> going to a movie and watching the whole movie and then like leaving the movie and reaching out to to reaching out to you know put put the hand out like hey hold my hand while we walk away from the movie theater and she kind of looks at me like and then puts her hands in her pockets Oof. yeah Oof. that's my that's my terrible first date and that was the extent of the date too i was, I was waiting for you to say and that's how i met christina <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i you know i got to say though out of all of the uh, you know, out of all of the horrible, <laughs> horrible, 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 horrible uh, uh, romance-esque plots out there, this was not a... Okay. And this is more to answer Get James's to question. Get to your point. Is that it's... I don't think this was a date. Like, when you're dating somebody, you're genuinely interested in said individual. This is Ryu like, picking up a prostitute Ryu was, and getting Ryu was basically on his mission to whack the demon guy. Like, that was it from, from A to B. Start to finish, it was, I gotta kill the demon, where the hell's the demon? Yes, I get, okay, yes, there's a lot of, oh, there's, a, there's a city level with dogs, there's a desert level I gotta go through, there's an ice level, I'm getting pretty stressed, I'm getting pretty strained. Fuck her, feel better, two late levels later, I win. 
right? <laughs> it was. It was. Is that when she dies? Yeah. I mean, it was not a. It, this was not a a moment of of romance. This is James. Don't think of this as this wasn't love. This had nothing to do with love. This had everything to do with I'm out of Valium and there's a wormhole to fuck, so I can <laughs> de-stress for the rest of the battle. You know, I'm that, sorry. <laughs> there you go. Just. It was a utility thing. Less is Don't more. attach I'm anything just to saying. it. You don't have to, you know. <laughs> you can leave some to the imagination, man. No. Matthew's no, the I only trust person no that one. even remembered that there was a question we were answering. <laughs> I, I really am. <laughs> I'm here for you, there James. Not like that, though. What are we talking about? <laughs> Shinobi? Oh, check out the All other right. two Geekerific podcasts. We have two. There is the new podcast is Hit the Deck, hosted by Dwayne St. Arnold, and it's got a bunch of other people on it. It's about <laughs> uh, card games that involve some sort of deck building element, which will probably and eventually profanity. morph into just yeah, profanity and racism. Uh, it'll probably just event eventually devolve into discussions of magic and WoW every episode, yeah. but that's that's fine. Um, you can also check out Trade Secrets. It's our comic book podcast where we talk about a collected edition or trade paperback or graphic novel every episode. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Rate the After the Fact podcast on iTunes. Helps us out a lot. Gets us more listeners. You can review us on Zoom. Go to http colon slash slash social.zoom.net and search for the After the Fact podcast and write us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. We're available on Stitcher Radio, so you can listen to us there if you'd like as well. All of the members of the cast here are available on Twitter, so you can follow the main show feed at After the Fact Pod, and you can follow me at, at Geek Elite. Matthew is at Coin underscore Metropole, and Coin is spelled with a Y, C O Y N E. And Andy is at Mathtastrophe. Uh, Dwayne, if you want to follow him, even though Dwayne he's Star. sick, is Dwayne Star. Uh, What's up? <laughs> uh, you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash after the fact podcast friend us on XBLA or PSN if you want to play games with us even though I don't play a lot of online games but hey what the fuck you can play yeah, I, I've have, I have seven people in my fucking friends list so if you feel like adding yourself go right ahead here's three whores yes uh, if you want to be a part of the show like James did, what up, James? James emailed us at afterthefact at geekerific.com, and his sh- his question got read on the air. You can also hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us up on Facebook. Or, like James, email us at afterthefact at geekerific.com. This has been episode 46 of the After the Fact podcast, all about Ninja Gaiden. Not Thank you, Shinobi. Matthew. You're welcome. Not Shinobi. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Andrew. Wait, was this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yes. Sure. <laughs> I am Luke, and we are out. <laughs>